What's good? What's good? What's good? First crack of life. <sighs> life. <laughs> life. Hey, what's going on with you? Nothing. Um, I got two shows tonight. So I got um, this one, and then I got one right after this, and I got to go drive to. So I'm going to be in. Uh, My goal is to hit 9.05-ish. Okay. All right. I think we can do it, though, because it's not a lot. Um, All right. Dad and husband, what's up? Um, so tonight's show for the Real Relationship Report, I'm Shan. That is Dungeon, and it's dating people with nothing to lose. Did you listen to the um the little clips people been leaving? No, I couldn't even find it. How? I didn't even see that. I usually see it. I kept seeing the one from last week. I never even saw the new one. That's that's why I was thinking. I was like, you didn't leave a clip for this week. Yeah, I did. It was um some good ones. I'm gonna post them on the website, but I posted uh, them on my Instagram. But there's some good ones on there. But um, the topic is dating people who have nothing to lose, right? Uh, um, happy Friday, people. We made it. Next Friday is payday. Okay, just think for it. Um, first of all, dating people who have nothing to lose is dumb, right? Uh, if they don't have their best interests at heart, why would they have yours, right? Mm-hmm. Why would you invest the time that you have to deal with somebody who has nothing to lose? And who would try anything because they have nothing to lose. People with nothing to lose, um, in my opinion, lack respect for themselves. They don't have any boundaries. And the worst of all, for me, they have no sense of timing. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, and that's irritating because you can be cool with somebody. You could be related to somebody. And you could be in a relationship with somebody, but because they haven't had the experience or they've never been out of their environment, they think they can act or carry themselves the same way in a different environment. And you can't. You're going to have to look around, observe, and be like, well, maybe I shouldn't do this here. Maybe I shouldn't say this right now. Maybe I shouldn't smoke this right here. Maybe I shouldn't, uh, you know, carry myself in a manner where I look suspicious. And uh-huh. then and gaslight someone in the area for treating you a certain way, but you doing shit to look suspicious. Like, everything can't be a racist thing. Everything can't be because of what you're wearing. A lot of it is you're acting ignorant, you're drawing attention to yourself, and you're making people around you have a not-so-great experience, and you're one person, and you're going to cause this place business because 
of your shit. And so it's like you're you're you can never fully enjoy a full day with someone who has nothing to lose without some bullshit happening and it turning you off. Facts. Um nothing people with nothing to lose in my opinion are, are selfish individuals. Yeah. Like heavily selfish. Because yeah. there's no thought process behind what they're doing. A lot of fly by the seat of their pet bullshit all the time. And um they just they don't care or kind of what you were just talking about. Uh, or acknowledge their their vices, so you know they'll be getting <laughs> high or drunk, and then always have an excuse as to why somebody sees them a certain way, and never acknowledge. Well, it's also because you drunk all the time. You're outside yeah. with a brown paper bag on the block, and then the cops come up to you and approach you, and you're like, "Oh, it's because I'm black." No, it's not because you're out here smelling and stinking with a brown paper bag <laughs> at twelve thirty in the afternoon on Tuesday. That looks suspicious to people. Like you're interfering with, you're not out there with a business suit, <laughs> you know, in a briefcase. And then a cop comes mm-hmm. up to you and like, what are you doing? You're outside looking like a bum and right. you're doing bum shit. And then be like, oh, it's because I'm black you're doing it. Oh, it's because I'm Latino. No, it's because you're a piece of shit. That's why mm-hmm. I'm over here finding out what the hell's going on with you. Right. And it's, it's really avoidable. And when I think about people with nothing to lose, those are the type of people where you call one person that's having an event or a party or a dinner and you'd be like, who all coming? Uh-huh. And if they mention <laughs> the person that ain't got nothing to lose, always got to smoke first or have to drink first before they go somewhere, mm-hmm. you're just like, no, I'll catch you later or I'll catch you a different day. Because it's like, you think when you get older, you don't just think about the place that you got to go. You think about what all you got to do to get ready, how much time uh-huh. you have, what traffic going to look like, um, what you going to wear. When you get there, you know, do you have somewhere else to be at a certain time after that? Like, it's all these factors. And if I got to add in a dickhead or an asshole in the mix of where I got to be, uh-huh. I'm not <laughs> Don't want to be there. I don't want to come. I would risk a a possible great time and not go because this person in particular is going. Uh-huh. That, is, that is a fact. And people who don't have that boundary are the ones that sit in a prison cell and say, I, I, I got in the car, but I had a funny feeling when I got in the car. I should have just went home. Or... Yeah, I was at the party and I felt like I needed to leave, but I just didn't leave when I was supposed to leave. And if I would have left, this and this wouldn't happen. Like, your body knows when you need to get the fuck up and dip. Yeah. So, sometimes you have to follow those those inhibitions. Yeah, you know, and there's a lot of people that think they don't exist or is uh, not real. You don't have them, and I'm just like, yes, you do. Yeah, they they do. Like especially when you know that person's that type of person. Like that's another thing about always giving somebody the benefit of the doubt, or you know, just assuming everybody's inherently a a good person. I'm like, no, not everybody is. You know what I mean? You're trying to throw the whole the whole um, 
a mankind in there where you know most people are inherently good. That's fine, mm-hmm. but like sometimes you know there's a piece of a shit person in the room, and instead of letting them know, like, yeah, I know you're a piece of shit, you're not about to ruin my night, or I don't fuck with you, you just do that, you know, passive aggressive thing, and mm-hmm. like, all right, let me just get in the car with them. The next thing you know, a cop's pulled them over, and they're like, yeah, I just killed somebody. Uh, I was going to tell you later. And you're like, I don't know why I fuck with you. And now you're going mm-hmm. to jail for eight years because you were in the car with this dumb motherfucker. Right. You know I mean, they could have just cut off when you started seeing them red flags that they were a piece of shit. You know? But- my, one of my best friends, her son got uh, 30 years in prison before he up for parole. Crazy. Be- being fine. in the car with a whole bunch of Negroes uh-huh. who had felonies and he shouldn't be holding no gun for nobody uh-huh. and just be- being in the vicinity of some shit. Yep. So Guilty now, box. Yeah, so now he in jail, well, in prison, and because of the food that he eating, he he a diabetic. He got to take insulin now. So it's so crazy how people just snowball like their lives by just having this attitude of I don't care, I don't care, I'm gonna do what I want, I'm gonna do what I want. But you really have to check your W's, your five W's when you with somebody, when you dating somebody regarding nothing to lose and i'm gonna explain them what's up misha um we got a message what is this message what's up chan triple og hope you're doing well uh what does that triple r stand for and um what you guys talking about dating people with with nothing to lose um like (laughs) like people who don't sacrifice something (laughs) people who sacrifice everything which is ironic Mm-hmm. Um, the triple R is the real relationship rapport. That's the name of the podcast that you can find on any of your favorite podcast apps. So what we do is we take the whole show on here with the messages that we play. I edit it and I put it up on an actual podcast that you can listen to at any time. So any of our old episodes are up on there. So if you can't stay for the whole episode on stereo, because I know stereo takes over everything in your phone, you can listen at a different time. But the five W's when it comes to like dating people who have nothing to lose for me are why this person? Okay. okay. You, you really have to question yourself why this person over someone else? What is this person doing that makes them worth it? listen (laughs) when you can really be with somebody who has common sense Uh, uh, uh. and then you have where were you mentally at when you met okay I feel like a lot of people if they ask themselves when I met this person, when we got together, when quote unquote, it was fun mentally, where was I at? Was I in a good place? Was I depressed? Was I grieving? Like I, I, I'm honest all the time about when I met, um, well, it's not really when I met, I met him before that, but 
when I entertained Anya's dad, I was grieving. Mm-hmm. I was grieving um, the loss of a relationship that came out of nowhere. Um, that I was really like planning like next next life decisions on. Mm-hmm. And I was grieving the death of my grandfather. And I just needed my mind to be elsewhere on some quote unquote fun shit. Right? Yeah. And so it was like an escape method. I never entertained her dad because I wanted a relationship with him or I saw a future with him or I really gave a fuck about what would we be in five years from now. And it was never that, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's why I came up with this question. Where were you at mentally when you met? Because when you think about that, if it's not nothing great, if it's not rooted in rooted in something positive, uh-huh. whatever decisions you make with that situation or with that person, you're not going to be happy about that shit three years from now, five years from now, nine years from now. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But I'm dealing with, and I feel like a lot of men and a lot of women, they're not honest with themselves to say, you know what, I made a stupid ass decision um, just out the blue because I was running for something I needed to deal with. Yeah. Never, never hold themselves accountable. As yeah. a matter of fact, most will go out of their way to uh, make excuses as to why they need to continue to hold on to this already bad poorly made decision right um the next w i have is who who loves you in your life that approves of this relationship with longevity (laughs) (laughs) because most of the time whether it's like your friends your boys your your brother your sister um someone that you went to college with that really knows what you want out of life and they see who you dating, they gonna pull you to the side and be like, Nick, what, what's up? Yeah, what are you doing? Why her? Why him? <laughs> and if it's everybody doing that, do not uh, take the wrong wrong road and be like, everybody just hating. It's just me and him, ride or die. That's right. always the possible decision you can make. Is everybody's telling you straight in your face, this person you're dealing with is terrible. You're making a bad decision. And then you go, you know what? It's just me and him. Me and you, you may ride or die forever. Like, come on, man. Man. Why are we doing I did that stupid shit with uh, Arya's dad. Um, but that was like a different type of stupid. It was like an older man taking advantage of someone inexperienced. Uh-huh. But at the same time, you know, when you inexperience with something but it's new to you and you're having fun, can't nobody tell you shit. Yeah. Um, so go. that's how that happened. Um, what's up, Vondell? Happy New Year. Um, so that's how that happened. And then everybody was telling me, Chantal, you need to let this go. You need to leave this situation alone. I'm just like, no, it's this, it's this, it's this. Then a boo up in my fucking face. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about? You want to talk about somebody so sad and pitiful for months? Um, I hated everybody who had love. I hated everybody who was holding hands. I hated everybody who was showing PDA. It was just <laughs> like 
if it was a love song that came on, turn that shit off. Like that was my mood for a very long time. Um, and then you have the last W win. When you are with them, does your life improve or does it get more problematic? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because most of the times when you with somebody who has nothing to lose, you start to sit back and be like, damn, I fucked this up. I spent this money on fixing this problem, which led to this problem, and then this problem. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like owning a car or having the responsibility of a car. You know, if you don't do one thing you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do it, uh-huh. you're going to get your shit towed. Then you're not going to have the proof because the proof is in the car at the tow yard. Then you're going to yeah. have to find a ride to get up there. Then when you find a ride to get up there, you're going to have to prove that the car is registered. Then because you can't prove that the car is registered because you got to pay the ticket. It's like all this snowballing shit. That's how a person who has nothing to lose is. Mm-hmm. Please believe it. Just snowballing problems and being miserable. They never call you with good news. You know, if you see their phone, their their name pop up on your phone, you just like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to answer. I don't got it. No, I can't come pick you up. You knew you was flying out to this state, and you didn't have any ride, and you thought I'ma just call the day of, and yeah. somebody should be available to get me. It's like that type of inconsiderate shit. Mm-hmm. Super inconsiderate. And you can sit there and talk to them every time during their fuck-ups, and they gonna be like, mm-hmm, I know. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do better. They not. They not gonna do better. Yeah, they I'm not trying. Gonna... I'm trying. Don't you see me trying? <laughs> Listen! I hate it! <laughs> You're not. I hate it. Like, aren't you tired of trying? Mm-hmm. Why not just do doing? Yeah, just mm-hmm. do it. Just do it. Because when you're trying, you can continuously try to fuck up. When you do, you can, no longer, you can no longer fuck up because you're doing Period. it. Period. So it's time to change. Ugh. We got a message from Plenty to Share. I'm going to play it. I would say that uh, rather than dating people with no with nothing to lose it's dating people who don't take responsibility um, mm. I think we all lose something um, even if it's just time of our yes. life so we all lose something when dating but I think it's those who don't take responsibility and you're dating those people uh, where it's a train wreck yes because they don't see they don't see what they did wrong because I came here for you. Now you telling me it's my fault. Yeah, you probably came here for me, but you never gave me um, the decency to ask me, is this a good time? Or will I be able to do this for you? Or do I have something else going? Like it's, it's a lack of consideration. And a lot of people don't get that because they just see what they did. They just see what they were trying to do. Yeah. That's a fact. I don't know. Like, the older I get, the more I can't keep 
trying to break down a situation for someone to understand where they could be better. Like, it's exhausting. I would rather not deal with you. Yeah, people love it. Remember, that goes back to uh, people who love the challenge or try to change someone. So, therefore, you know, this is a challenge. You keep fucking up. I keep coming with, you know, different excuses to everybody. Why do you fuck up? And not really coming up with a game plan to help you stop. It's kind of encouraging you to keep being a fuck up. Why? Because mm-hmm. it's me. Me and you ride or die. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. You keep fucking up. You mine. You my baby. And I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? Which me, only you. gives more power <laughs> to continue to fuck up. Yeah. It makes them think that what they're doing is right. And that they're headed in the right direction. Because you are are encouraging that shit. You know what I mean? You are an enabler. Oh my. Yeah. 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 You're I remember right. one time before um, I had Anya, her dad had like a key to his dad's house. And he would just be out dilly dallying all day. Um, I might be doing something. He'll pop up over my cousin's house and then we'll go to his dad's house. We'll get all the way to his dad's house and he ain't got no key. What? And I was, I was like, hmm. My, my truck is in my driveway, but best believe before I walk all the way out to the truck with things in my hand, I'm going to make sure I got my keys first. Yeah, exactly. You know, Philly is on a grid. So you walk, you, you walk in blocks or you drive in blocks. Why wouldn't you make sure you had a key? Uh, you know, I just slipped my mind. It wasn't important. Like, and, it, yeah. and it was, it was, it wasn't the first time. It wasn't the second time. It was like multiple times that I didn't know of where this is like a common thing with him, and he always relied on the fact that usually he's upstairs. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, why would you do that when you can just make sure you got your shit? Yep. And and even then, I didn't notice. Well, I I did notice it because I said it in my head like, "You ain't got no fucking common sense." (laughs) But because I wasn't thinking like long term, I was like, "Oh, just stupid ass problem. I'm gonna have to deal with for right now." You know what I'm saying? But it was it was all the signs there. I was just ignoring it because sometimes people are trauma bonding. Sometimes uh, people don't have personal priorities that they want to address. So they do everything around those things that they have to do and bullshit. Mm-hmm. And sometimes... Uh, nothing to lose people usually avoid people who want better. Oh, of course. <clears throat> they don't want you to try to bring them up and uplift them and change, get them to change their ways. It's easier for you to be right or die. You know, you're and not, keep... not going to go to somebody who's got their shit together. First of all, somebody who got their shit together is not going to tolerate you. Nobody wants somebody that doesn't, that likes common sense. You Hello? Know, 
Like that that that's a major annoying thing. You just lack confidence every decision you make. You just feel like, damn, where? Why can't you figure this out? And then they're just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, but because they, they need somebody else who's dumber than them to stay around. <laughs> and just like we said, keep encouraging. Bingo. Decisions. You know, so you probably, if you're the one that's sitting around enabling this person, you might be dumber than they are. And now you need to look at look at yourself in the mirror and be like, damn. Maybe I need to go read a book or something. And I tell people, <laughs> like, if you have to make moves in life and it has to always include somebody else or a friend has to come with you, uh-huh. you're scared You're scared of being yourself. You're scared of individually, how do I look? How do I maintain? Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't stand a man who... Y'all plan some shit to do or they got to go somewhere and here comes his side piece. And I'm not talking about a woman. I'm talking about his his bestie. His, his oh, that's my boy. Oh, yeah, he came. I don't want to go no more. Yeah. Third wheels, especially after a certain age. Like, what? Unacceptable. I remember breaking up with um, my first boyfriend because he had like this guy friend that he just could not let go. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, dog. So I really, I worked three jobs at the time. I said, so I really planned this Saturday to chill with you. And two of the plans on the day got canceled because your lack of timing. And then the one thing that you're supposed to get right, like going to the movies, you going to call me and this fool is in the car with you? We not going. I'm good. Yeah. Date night ruined. What? <laughs> like, why would I want to go to the movies with me, you, and your boy? Yeah. Date night ruined. Oh, we got another message. Yeah, and on the realm of trying to change somebody are those people who say, yeah, you know, I'll change them. Well, good luck. Um, Have you ever talked to a drug addict or even somebody that smokes and tried to get them to quit? There's only one way that's going to happen, and that's if they decide themselves that that is what they have for their future. So changing somebody, I suppose it's possible, but it's got to be rare. Uh, Your energy is probably better spent on somebody who's a little more compatible and and doesn't take so much work. It's like getting that fixer upper house and you're going to fix it up, fix it up, fix it up, and then eventually you get tired of fixing it up. You've been better off if you just gone out and got a, a newer model that didn't have so many issues. It's, it's very rare when you're going to change somebody, uh, especially when we've done the scientific calculations to find out that 85% of women are out here living that life. You know, so right. <laughs> We have to understand that there's a percentage of them that needs to know that you should not be out here trying to chase someone. For what plenty to share, you said, like, it's better to just invest your time in someone who uh, has their shit together, is on your level, and then you can build with instead of trying to fix someone. Because that was always my argument. I was like, why do you want to do have a fixer-upper? Why not buy the house that's ready to go? Why do you be like, yo, look at this house that's fucked up over here. It needs $150,000 worth of work. I want to buy mm-hmm. this bad neighborhood. 
I want to buy this one and I'm going to fix it up. And then I'll still be in a bad neighborhood, but I, I feel like I will have done something for myself by trying to fix this piece of shit person up. And then on top of that, you're never going to fix them up. And uh, you'll just be sitting there fucking around with them for years and possibly having numerous children by them and then being stuck with a fixer up. Maybe that's what you wanted unconsciously, though. Mm-hmm. And that annoys me because I know you're not stupid. You know you're not stupid. You just don't care to be better. You don't care to improve. And I would rather you say, hey, before you tell me about what I could have did better, let me save your time now and your effort and your patience with me and tell you that I don't care to be better. I'm not yeah. trying to be better. And yeah. I think when people say that shit up front, then it'll start clicking. That would throw somebody off so hard. I would love for people to have that level of honesty. Imagine, <laughs> imagine you went on a date and men started talking like that. But like, hey, before we even get this going, um, I want you to understand that I'm a terrible person and I don't <laughs> want to be better for myself. I'm homeless. I'm not interested in getting a job. I'm not interested in making any type of money. I like pretending to be a rapper and panhandling to get a couple dollars for a sandwich on the weekends. Now, right. if you deal with that, then we might as well continue on in this dinner, which you're going to pay for. Now, if that's the way the date started out, what percentage of women do you think will continue to date? And be honest. Because I got none. Pay. None. But that's what needs to happen because what happens is manipulation gets put into play inexperienced women who didn't get no game from their dads or their brothers or their uncles give into the shit and then you have two people in this illusion of the same relationship on two different books but do we think no percentage of women will continue that day no, I think there's going to be women that's going to continue that shit if she's equally fucked. If y'all in Gwinnett and y'all headed to the Mall of Georgia, don't forget to check out Soul World, my boy's shop, Nick. Shout out to Nick. Uh, it's a sneaker shop. In the Mall of Georgia, it's located next to the van shop in there. And see if you want to grab something. Tell them Shan sent you. <laughs> hey, sis. If you don't like getting attention at the gym or while running errands, you might want to skip this ad. But if you're like me and love to be asked, where did you get those leggings? Or that hoodie is cute. Where did you get it from? Well, then let me tell you about 1977 Hustle Lane. 1977 Hustle Lane is where fly gear and dope culture live. From your leggings to your tanks and of course to your hoodies, they will always have you feeling and looking your absolute best. So stop what you're doing and go check them out at www.1977hustlelane.com, on Facebook at 1977hustlelane, or on Instagram at 1977hustlelane. I promise you won't regret it. Because I think a lot of relationships that are what we deem fucked up are a reflection of self.
Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure that we understood that there are going to definitely be women who are like, yeah. I'm, no, I'm with your shit. I'm with the shits too. I ain't got shit to hold on either. <laughs> yeah, because you know what's irritating to um, someone who's an, uh, an addict, someone who's clean is trying to get them clean all the time and they're trying to get high. Mm-hmm. Same thing with someone that's trying to improve your life and you trying to fuck up everything around you so you could get all the attention of how you don't have shit and have something to victimize yourself on when you really had more than you have currently, but you fucked it up on purpose. Mm-hmm. Intentionally. And I'm just like, what's up, Jay Winter? I'm just like, make it make sense. <laughs> oh, I love a guy. If you don't have the the know-how to be like, okay, let me take care of myself, and maybe that might improve the people around me. Let me start evaluating my past choices and addressing the shit of where I was wrong. Let me start um, a plan for myself and stick to it. Let me move around away from all of the people who watch me fuck up and just improve themselves but needed me around to watch me fuck up like i I, today i talked about um what how did i phrase it just like the illusions of success on that level right where social media you can do all the these different things on social media and it could be horrible it could be bad it could be you know, so people watch it for 15 seconds and they have all these judgments about you. But all you see is the numbers. Look at the numbers. Look how many people shared it. Look how many people liked it. Da, 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 da. They're not liking it and sharing it because they approve of it. They're liking it and sharing it because, oh my God, thank God, it's two o'clock. Somebody's life is online and is worse than mine. And I want to share it with the next person. Exactly. So it's these illusions of growth is what it is. This is the illusions that people like me. The illusions that, look, I'm super popular. Look at the numbers. Oh, you must be getting a lot of money because I see your numbers going crazy on TikTok. You must be getting a lot of this because I, I see your podcast everywhere. Just because you see me don't mean it's making money. Exactly. Exactly. And people don't understand that that misery, you, you fuck it up in life, is a, is a very big way to get views. You know, I view numbers where they're getting arrested and, you know, beat up or uh, a skit going wrong or something. And it's not me going like, oh, I would love to be like this person. It's me like, look at this fuck up here. You know, look at these people on the internet looking, looking for clout and, and needing somebody to pay them attention, you know? Like, it's sad. It's definitely sad. It's sad. It's, it's like, people are on the internet talking about how you shouldn't shame people. No, shame kept people in check. Yeah. Shaming like, definitely. I'm to shame you for, for being yourself, but shame kept people wanting to clean up their house before they had company. Mm-hmm. Shame 
um, wouldn't make a person take a picture or a video of them cooking and they can't even put eggs to the side for the next ingredient without 15 roaches crawling all over the shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that type of shaming I'm for because why are you on the internet and your house is a fucking mess? Why are you making multiple TikToks about let me tell you how I got rid of my seven children so I could live my life. Sure. Who the hell does that? <laughs> this, this woman sat on a video. It was like last year sometime. And she talked about how uh, somebody reported her to CPS and she had seven kids and how she didn't give a fuck where the government was going to come take her kids. Who cares? I can live my life now. I ain't got to worry about their asses on video. Now I can have more kids with another raggedy ass nigga. Okay. Pathetic. Shane wouldn't even allow that. Well, in all honesty, that's what the internet has been best for is catching criminals who are super stupid. You know, all these dummies that are putting their crimes right on Facebook Live or and, and uh And that's why all these laws changing as to what you can say in songs, what you can say on video, what you can post. If you post this, uh this happens. Like right now you you smoking anything on TikTok a warning comes up the whole live and says, you know, the contents in this video are harmful to the body. You don't even know what this person is smoking. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But it's just like, this this shit is so like high tech and over people's heads that they just think, oh, I just just posted a video or it was only this short. It wasn't even all the way. I didn't even show the full house. They don't even need the full house. They need a column of the house to find the house. Uh Uh-huh. They need a tip of your license plates to run your license plates and figure it out. Ridiculous. I'm not telling you you can't go places and enjoy yourself, but I'm just saying be picky about who you do that shit with. Don't go to Mexico and act a fool and think, oh, the police about to treat you like the U.S. police and just never mind it because you're just having a good time. No, they're going to lock your ass up, and it's not pretty. Don't go to Africa thinking you about to say whatever, wear whatever, treat people however you like, and you gonna make your flight in a week on time. You not. You probably be locked up there for two months. And I don't know nobody personally that got a way to miss a flight from Africa to come to the U.S. and pay that shit twice on a win. <laughs> I don't know nobody. Not at all. Because I'm going to tell you this. I'm not traveling with nobody internationally that acts like they ain't got shit to lose. I don't even want to sit by you on the plane. No. You definitely not going to have no way out of the fuck shit you start. (laughs) And and you definitely going to have a high chance of getting arrested in another country. I'm good on that. Listen. People who be acting a fool in the airport... I'm not saying 
let people do whatever to you, but I'm not going to instigate this. I'm not going to at all do anything to be looked at like I'm the aggressor. But if you're going to tell me that I'm going to do some shit in this airport because I got pride and ego to make me a no-fly person out of this airport and it's a main airport, that's some dumb shit. Yep. Ridiculous. If you got enough money in your pocket to pay for anything in the store you're about to go into and you just with somebody who ain't got shit to lose and they just feel like I want to pick this up and put it in my pocket and steal it and walk out the door even though I have the money to pay for it because they ain't got shit to lose. That's a real fucked up individual to be around. Mm-hmm. And if you two don't understand that these uh other countries ain't fucking around with no Americans. Period. <laughs> you know, the ones who get back, Shan, athletes. And they better be top tier. Remember, LeVar Ball almost lost his son a couple of years ago over that uh-huh. that dummy uh, fucking, well, now he's a top tier player in the league. But he over there, uh, what was he? Shoplifting in, uh, in China, at the Louis store. You know, shoplifting in China. You know they will execute you for that over there? That's we embarrassing. got them back is because we had a corrupt president in office who probably gave them all kinds of secrets to send them two niggas back over here. You see how long they took Brittany Griner back? And the only reason she got back is because she played in the WNBA. Listen, that girl's scarred for life. Scarred for life. Who knows what they were doing to her six-foot-eleven ass? Uh, up in prisons, just in prison cages in Russia. You Crazy. I mean? And like people who lack a guide within themselves, they fall for anything. And usually those people end up with people who have nothing to lose and they so engulfed by the idea of being in a relationship. They don't see that this is not a relationship to brag about being in. Exactly. exactly. Because in my opinion, no's are healthy, okay? Having to deal with someone always in some shit is like babysitting. And I don't want to babysit no adults. I don't even like having to... Perfect example today. I grew up in a house where there was always people in the house. There was always kids in the house. I hated it, right? Uh-huh. So eventually, as an adult, I grew. I have my own house, and I have two kids, but it's rare that I have people just popping up at my house being here, uh-huh. okay? Anya has two classmates that found out where she lives at. And she came home today and she was like, oh, my friend, uh, they want to come by. Is it okay if they can come over? I said, no. Well, what if they just came and we just played out in front of the yard? I was like, I don't know nobody. I don't know these people. Mm-hmm. I'm working and my doorbell rings. So it's this little girl. She rings the doorbell and she was like, can Anya... Um, come out is i ain't here i said yes she here can you get her excuse me (laughs) can i get her so i called anya 
I was like, this girl at the door for you. And she was like, oh, hey. And she goes outside. I said, no, you need your coat. You need your hoodie. You need shoes. And then this, I guess their mom pops up on the front of the house. And she was like, hey, my name, I don't even remember what her name is. My brain was just saying, who the hell told you to come here? (laughs) (laughs) So she told me her name and I ain't even introduced myself. She was like, what's your name? I said, I said my name. I didn't say I was Anya's mom or nothing because who are you? Right? And so, listen, so the two little kids came out there. Anya went out there. Of course, Ari went out there. And I was like, hey. And my mom was looking at me. I said, I'm working. But if they going to be out in the front, you're going to have to sit out there with them. Mm -hmm. And they were just out there playing and playing and then it started to get cold and my mom uh told the kids that they gotta um she gotta go inside because it's too cold she's not staying out there so the kids mom she drove off and she left with them but when they came inside i'm just like this is the part of parenting i don't want to do i don't want to do play dates. i don't want to know my neighbors i don't want to have kids seeing my car in the driveway and just like let me go over there and no yeah (laughs) i don't want to but it's it's that it's like having you know i i feel the responsibility of having a house and you know if you have kids on your property whether you watching them or not they break their ankle or something they take Uh, you to court like i don't want that responsibility so after they left, I was like, uh, next time they come over, can they go in the backyard? I'm just like, yeah. And then I thought about it because there's a trampoline back there. And I'm just like, no. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't want to deal with that. So um, I say that to say, like, really ask yourself who you want to say yes to and who you want to deal with because they going to put you in a position where you got to watch, you got to watch them or you got to uh, count your pockets or you got to make sure certain shit is in certain places. Yeah. People have to realize every GJ winner and Fondell was so don't think I was joining us tonight. Uh, people also got to realize that when you're dealing with people with nothing to lose, one of the main things that I wanted to throw out there is like, don't get it twisted. These people get you killed. Yeah. Well, let's not let's not just talk about how bad dating can be. Let's talk about how you may not come out of this alive, because these yeah. people have very terrible ideas. You know, you, they want you to be ride or die. They beefing with some dumb drug addict on the corner. And they be like, "Oh man, he owes me five dollars. Let's go get it." And then you run up on him, try to get it. He pull a gun out, shoot your girl in the head, and you run off like a little bitch ass nigga. Now you just died. Because you with somebody who ain't got nothing to lose. Giving you bad ideas, feeding you bad ideas, and you running around behind them like a dumb dog, and now you done lost your life. Perfect example that's dumb shit. My best friend, she was with this girl that she don't usually go out with a lot since she got married. And they in this truck with some other people. And I guess the girl's ex saw her or some shit. Do you know? 
he ran them down on the road and and was shooting at the truck. Yeah, I believe it. These these dudes. And then, fast forward months later, they did a police report, and my friend was like, I got to go to court to say what such and such did. I said, for what? Because she, she whipped the fool again. Jesus Christ. And that's that shit. Like, if I know I have a friend that's that dumb, sis, I will see you on social media. Yeah. You have to dissociate. Like, stay with them people. Let miserable and crazy people deal with miserable and crazy people. Stop stop sliding in, in their lives from time to time for entertainment. Just let them be. Let them entertain you from afar. Hear the stories with your good friends that are, you know, got jobs and money when you're out to dinner and you're safe in their house or something, having drinks. Let them tell you how old boy, old girl got killed because they still fucking with the same old dumb motherfucker and he got mm-hmm. mad at something crazy like he always does. Mm-hmm. Let that let that be when you find out the story. Don't don't be there when the incident happens. And the last thing you think for you get shot in your head is why why am I here? Right. <laughs> you look at they dumbass and they like sorry. You get killed in the car and drive off with them. <laughs> like, right. It's, it's dumb. It's dumb. Like why are you trying to love someone running away from their reality already? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. If you craving somebody who's not doing right for them, they're not going to put you in a position to be better. And when they see you getting in a position to be better, they're going to figure out every way to get you off of that shit. Please believe it. So, I don't know. I don't have any nothing to lose friends. Um... (laughs) Even down to like when Anya's dad calls to talk to Anya, he knows to call my mom's phone because I'm going to address the shit that he's not doing. Uh-huh. And so a lot of times when people who are not on top of what they're supposed to be doing, they look for the weakest link. Uh-huh. They look for the person that's not going to address the elephant in the room, the person that's not going to ask them the right questions to talk to so they can just say, oh, I did it, or I I did check in. Um, they didn't have a problem with it. They didn't have a problem with it because they don't give a fuck. That's uh, sure. <laughs> exactly. It's not that there's not a problem. It's just that some people will say, oh, yeah, we friends and not address you on none of your bullshit because they keep you around for entertainment. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know how many clowns is in the city? And not in the circus. <laughs> Way more in the city than in the circus nowadays. Listen, it's embarrassing. I don't even want to be affiliated with Oh, I I don't want nobody that has nothing to lose to be like, oh yeah, I know her. I talk to her. No, you don't. You don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't talk to me. No. I don't even want that energy because there's so much to do for each of us to do. But we know what we need to do. I don't want anybody around me to constantly have to tell me what I need to do. They got their own shit to worry about. Mm-hmm. 
But I also don't want anyone around me seeing me fuck up and watching me fuck up. That's facts. And what's so ironic about people, they give the people who want to see them improve the most hassles instead of the people that's watching them fuck up. Mm-hmm. That's true. I wonder now if anybody in the audience has an example or a quick story about somebody with nothing to lose that they dated. I know y'all do. I know. Y'all sit or you probably fuck. did date. Maybe you learned your lesson now. Yeah. Or were you the person with nothing to lose and then you figured it out finally got shit together? confess yeah go come up to the pulpit talk to us you know what i mean <laughs> we know we know that nobody got no perfect dating situation out there so let us know if you was dealing with somebody who had nothing to lose or if you were the person with nothing to lose usually that guy joshua okafor comes on here with a story to tell because he's got nothing to lose but he's not around tonight so yeah. we save y'all so y'all gotta tell some stories i've okay. done it twice I've done it twice, and both times that I did it, it was a reflection of where I was at. Yeah, I did it. I did it one time, and it was just. I think the reason I did it was just uh, physical infatuation. You know, with mm-hmm. guys, most of the time, we'll let y'all slide on that crazy, as long as you look right. <laughs> and I, I did that once, but like after. There are certain moments where you're dealing with that person where you be like, "Why? I don't, I don't have to do this," and then, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you have to let them go. You know, I realized after, I think the second, third time we had hung out, there's only so many times you gonna get out of my car in a drunken rage, and slam on the hood, and be talking crazy, and then demand I get in your house. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't like when you're doing stuff like that. I'm sitting there watching you, and I might be somewhat tipsy. But mm-hmm. I also, my brain is like, we don't need to be in this situation. Because if a cop right. comes this, you're done, buddy. You know what I mean? Plus, this is this is not the usual type of female you would date. You're only doing this because she looks good. Right. Or people yeah. that, people like this too, maybe they semi have something to lose, but they just feel like today's not the day. Mm-hmm. You smoked before we got in the car. But for some reason, you feel like you got to smoke while we in the shit so the whole car could smell like this. And if we're doing anything on our Friday night driving and somebody want to pull us over, you're giving them a reason to look for some shit. Mm-hmm. When all you can do is wait until we get to the next place and you can go wherever the fuck you want to go and go do your shit. Smoke outside. Air out. But let you talk to that person and be like, you got a problem. You need to be able to take a break from that shit. Oh, I'm not addicted. What you trying to say? I'm addicted. Well, if the shoe fits. If it fits. Please believe it. If we go 10 places in a day and out of the 10 places, nine of the places, you got to have a drink. You got a problem. Mm-hmm. I don't have to say that you were alcoholic. It's you got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't never taken a drink that good where I got to have it 10 times a day. Mm-hmm. I haven't smoked anything so delicious where I'm just like, ooh, in the kitchen, in the car, 
in the parking lot. Ooh, can we? Can I get a smoke break? What? Yeah, smoking is an outside the house activity, people. Don't Please. Taking your house all up. Everything's you got a balcony, you got a backyard. You have a door that leads out of the house. Just smoke outside. People with children. People with children. Oh my god, like I know you're not blowing that shit in their face, but if you're smoking and it's in the air, it's in their clothes, it's in their skin, it's in their hair, it's 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 there. You might as well smoke with them. That's definitely the red flag of what type of parenting you got going on. It's gross. Ever came into your crib and your kids are running around here smelling like marijuana and all that. I'm like, damn, you got you smoking in front of your kids like this? Like, I'm not gonna judge you for smoking. I smoke, but like in front of the kids and they gotta be in the room. Why are you doing it? Nah, brother. You know what I mean? Who who you around and who you date is a reflection of self. And I'm not saying that you're perfect compared to the next person, but if you know where you're at and you know what work you put in, why would you look for a Build-A-Bear? Yeah, exactly. A lot of men who are up in age who may have money, status, a house, anything they want already, and they just want to have someone to do some shit with. Some of them got the patience to get a 20-year-old. Mm-hmm. Some of them got the patience to get a woman that's just turned 30. A lot of men don't have the patience for that shit because they know, they know it comes with babysitting, watching, asking how much was spent on this card. Why didn't you tell me you didn't pay it? Um, uh, why didn't you lock this? Why you left this open? Like nobody wants to deal with that realistically. Um, even for women, women who get up in age and spent all the years where they, if they wanted to get married, you probably should have been investing in the relationships you had at the time. Now you, you know, you look good at fifty-two, but with your sex drive, ma'am, you gonna have to be looking for somebody that's in their 30s and do you have the patience for that that's the reality of the situation is the older men get their sex drive slows down the older women get that shit pipes up so you either find someone that can keep up or you find out that even though this person might not want to do it and they know you do, they give a fuck enough to allow it. Yep. Dims is facts. So, the next time you think about looking for a thrill, you think about um, just having some fun, do it with someone that you know gives a fuck about your well-being. Um, which is usually best friends do something nice for your parents, uh, spend something on your kids, invest in yourself, but making room for someone who ain't never worked for shit, don't know what it's like to finally have something they always wanted and really cherish that shit. I don't recommend that. Nope, not at all. 
Not at all. But not not dating these people who have nothing to lose in the first place. It always goes back to the things we've talked y'all in, in the past. Talk to people, yeah. get to know them, learn their backgrounds, make sure they're on your level. You know, these aren't things that you should have to be dealing with when you're dating. You should know that you're not dating someone who's sitting around just being a fuck up all the time or, or playing games or doing stupid shit, you know? Right. So. We all got our shit. Um, <laughs> just know where you're at. Uh, this is a real relationship rapport. Um, this is a smooth to the point show tonight. We will be back next month. I didn't pick the dates for next month yet, or maybe I did and I just didn't send them to you yet. Well, but, we got uh, a, uh, I got a topic for before Valentine's Day for these people. What you doing for Valentine's Day? Uh, we just gonna go out to dinner. I'm in a relationship, so we don't have to go for so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I am booked, okay? Make me have an understanding. That's easy, you know? Find yeah. a nice, nice restaurant, mm-hmm. make the reservations, get dressed up. Cool. I love it. Um, you can find us on Twitter at The Real RR Show. You can find me on IG at Shambi Potten. You can find OG at OG underscore Dungeon on IG. We will be back in February for two Fridays. Um, and this whole show will be on the podcast, The Real Relationship Report, on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for listening on Stereo. Like, share, and subscribe to our podcast. Jay Winter, what's up? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, good brother. Yeah. Good things. I, and if and if you're not in a good mood, I'll say this before I close this out. If you're not in a good mood and you're not in a good position where you want to be, don't listen to your dick brain. It's not safe. Don't listen to your pussy pumping. I know what that feels like. It's not safe because you'll try to find some happiness in somebody who's not really happy and that'll be a bigger fuck up. Please believe it. Don't do it to yourself. That's it. Anything else, Dungeon? Well, y'all be good out there. We'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. Oh, thank you.